हेलो स्टूडेंट्स वेलकम टू स्टडी आईक्यूज न्यू इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट दीपांश मुरजानी वेलकम ऑल इन द लास्ट एपिसोड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट वी डिस्कस्ड वेदर आर कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन इज अ बोरोड डॉक्यूमेंट और नॉट एंड इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी विल डिस्कस अबाउट हिस्टोरिकल बैकग्राउंड ऑफ आर कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन एंड ऑल द इम्पॉर्टेंट एक्ट्स रिलेटेड टू इट सर आर प्रेजेंट कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन वॉज प्रिपेयर्ड after the hard work of our constitution makers for 2 years 11 months and 18 days however for our constitution to evolve do you think that this time frame is enough or it goes much beyond that in british era what is your opinion to understand our constitutional background and development we need to understand some historical events and i will walk you through some historical background to it Number 1 the battle of buxar in the year of 1764 we can see that eic got diwani rights which is right to collect revenue in the region of bengal bihar and orissa in 1767 we can see that eic first time intervened in indian affairs where they demanded the share in plunder which was around 4 million pound per year During the years 1765 to 1772 they followed dual system of government and company rule and british government have enacted multiple acts which ultimately impacted the constitution of india so can you please zoom out a bit and make us aware about the major phases of these acts to understand the development of these acts we need to divide these in two phases the first phase which is company rule from 1773 to 1858 and the second phase is crown rule from 1858 to 1947 sir after the regulating act of 1773 we witnessed that british government started controlling the affairs of east india company so how important it was to gain control of india through east india company by british government Uh, during the regulating act of 1773 warren hastings was the governor general british government recognizes that there are two major functions of the company which is eic has divided two functions for political and administrative functions this laid the foundation of central administration in india first time governor of bengal made as governor general of bengal whereas it created executive council for assisting governor general of bengal which consists of 4 plus 1 members governor of bombay and governor of madras were made subsidiary to governor general of bengal through this act of 1773 supreme court at calcutta was also established in 1774 this act made court of directors which was governing body of eic a mandatory to report to british government on three affairs number 1 civil military and revenue in india through the acts of 1781 the established supreme court got its defined jurisdiction and it was allowed to administer the personal law social and religious usage of subjects people were to be honored so the next important act was the pitts india act of 1784 in which british government started controlling east india company a little more as compared to the regulating act 
सो हाउ कैन यू एक्सप्लेन द इम्पोर्टेंस ऑफ पिट्स इंडिया एक्ट इन टर्म्स ऑफ कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल डेवलपमेंट ऑफ आर कंट्री पिट्स इंडिया एक्ट सेवनटीन एटी फोर ड्यूरिंग दिस पीरियड वॉर एंड हेस्टिंग्स वॉज गवर्नर जनरल कंपनी बिकेम अ सबऑर्डिनेट डिपार्टमेंट ऑफ ब्रिटिश गवर्नमेंट एज यू मैंशनड कंपनीज टेरेटरीज इन इंडिया वेर टर्म्ड एज ब्रिटिश पोजिशन देर फोर ब्रिटिश गवर्नमेंट सेग्रीगेटेड टू मेजर फंक्शंस दैट इज कमर्शियल फंक्शन एंड पॉलिटिकल फंक्शन वेर कोर्ट ऑफ डायरेक्टर्स वेर गवर्निंग कमर्शियल फंक्शंस एंड पॉलिटिकल फंक्शंस वर गवर्न बाय बोर्ड ऑफ कंट्रोल सर आफ्टर द पिट्स इंडिया एक्ट थ्री चार्टर एक्ट्स वर इंट्रोड्यूस्ड चार्टर एक्ट ऑफ एटीन थर्टीन चार्टर एक्ट ऑफ एटीन थर्टी थ्री एंड चार्टर एक्ट ऑफ एटीन फिफ्टी थ्री एंड द कॉमन थ्रेड बिटवीन दैम इज द फैक्ट दैट ब्रिटिश गवर्नमेंट स्लोली एंड स्टेडिली स्टार्टेड टू कंट्रोल द मोनोपली ऑफ द ईस्ट इंडिया कंपनी सो हाउ कैन यू एक्सप्लेन दिस सो वी हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड द हिस्टोरिकल बैकग्राउंड विच वॉज हैपनिंग ग्लोबली दैट टाइम पावरफुल बिजनेस क्लास इन ब्रिटेन क्वेश्चंड ई आई सी स्ट्रेड मोनोपली इन इंडिया इट वॉज बिकॉज नेपोलियन क्लोज यूरोपियन पोर्ट्स फॉर ब्रिटेन एंड इट्स ट्रेडर्स इट रिजल्टेड इन एंडिंग द ई आई सीज मोनोपली ओवर ट्रेड इन इंडिया हाव एवर ई आई सी कंटिन्यूड ट्रेडिंग इन टी एंड ट्रेड विथ चाइना थ्रू द चार्टर एक्ट ऑफ एटीन थर्टी थ्री द लीज ऑफ ई आई सी वॉज एक्सटेंडेड बाई ट्वेंटी मोर ईयर्स टेरेटरीज ऑफ इंडिया वेर टू बी गवर्नड इन द नेम ऑफ द क्राउन मोनोपोली ऑफ ई आई सी इन टी एंड ट्रेड टू चाइना वॉज ऑल्सो एबॉलिश्ड एंड एडमिनिस्ट्रेटिवली गवर्नर जनरल ऑफ बेंगाल वॉज मेड गवर्नर जनरल ऑफ इंडिया एंड फर्स्ट गवर्नर जनरल ऑफ इंडिया वॉज लॉर्ड विलियम बेनेटिक्ट टू इंक्रीज द रिप्रेजेंटेशन लॉ मेंबर्स वर एडेड इन गवर्नर जनरल्स काउंसिल Indian laws were to be codified and consolidated. This Act of 1833 abolished the slavery in 1843. This also had opened the competition for selection in civil services. Sir, the last charter was the Charter Act of 1853, and it becomes quite important because through this Act, Indian Legislative Council was formed. What is your point of view? Here in Charter Act of 1853 Governor General of India got separate functions where legislative and executive functions were separated additional 6 members were added to legislative councillors simply it created legislative council and it was also known as Indian Legislative Council this functions like mini parliament at the present time The act also introduced open competition in selection and recruitment of civil servants and according to Macaulay committee in 1854 the coveted that is higher civil services was thrown open to indians as well for the first time it introduced local representation in india's mini parliament that is indian legislative council for example out of 6 legislative councillors four to be appointed by local government of madras bombay bengal and agra sir thank you for your guidance listeners in the next episode we will continue our discussion on historical background till then keep studying and stay connected with study iq